going on down there. In fact, I'm leading sin right now. Hi, welcome everyone. It's WTF at TCG. It's February 6th, 2020. When we're recording this, it'll, it'll go up after that. But uh, we got uh, Aaron here with me, as, as always. Aaron, hey, uh, welcome. Hey, uh, thanks. Yeah, well, thank you. And uh, we're, we're also joined by a regular uh, co-podcaster on these TCG podcasts, uh, Drew Nolosco from Wizards of the Coast. Hey, Drew, how is it hanging? Hello, everyone. Hey, Chris, hey, Aaron. How is it going? Oh, not bad, not bad. I was just playing cards last night, so this is all fresh in my head. Oh, oh, you mean you were playing Transformers cards? I was playing Transformers trading card game cards games. What is, is there another card game to play? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We, we certainly don't make another one. Nope. Nope. Uh, never heard of it. Uh, they were actually playing that on the table across from us. And they came over to look at ours because we were having louder fun. Um, uh, and, and our cards are larger. They, true. Yeah. Um, they are bigger, and three people brought Devastator decks, so we were legit bigger. Three uh, people brought, brought Devastator decks? I, I always have one, and I just I hadn't run it for a while, so I thought I'd run mine, and then it turns out right before I'd run mine, someone else was running one to my left for a game, and then after my game, someone else broke one out, so we were saying, hey, what's with all the Devastator decks? What do you, where, where were these for the last month? Were they all black to heavy? Oh yeah, we're we're. I think we're generally. I think one of them might have been doing something else, but generally we're all very orange black, um, self sacrifice uh, decks. Lots of that. Um, lots of that erratic energy grenade. Uh, lots of involuntary promotions. Can can predict that Devastator would come more into his own once he had double back black pips available to him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mm-hmm. I had crowbars in for a bit, and then I, I actually pulled a couple out for involuntary promotions, but. Uh, it's fun. Uh, I just need to to get some more training in with him because I noticed that the two times I played him, I was always getting to Tower Nine and then combining, and that's I want to be Tower Ten and combine. <laughs> uh, so I got to get some more practice in. But we're also here to talk about uh, the upcoming Wave Five that had uh, just a flurry of reveals in the last week. Titan Masters Attack. Uh, it's uh, coming out in on April seventeen. Uh, it brings in Titan Masters, who are a whole lot like Headmasters. Uh, in fact, it's it's a very interchangeable word if you're just talking to uh, a regular fan. And those of you who are coming in from the card game side, if you say Headmaster, we don't get mad. Uh, we say it too. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Titan Masters bring uh, a whole mechanic with them. Uh, one of them is a promo card. Another promo card is a combiner. There's also stratagems. Uh, we, we're we're probably not going to like go right through every single individual thing because uh, we you know it, it was last week through till today. But uh, Drew, I wanted to talk to you first about how uh, the approach to this whole set was going. It was, this was described as a throwback set. Uh, and it also to me seems like it's once again doing this game's. I think wonderful thing of having the power creep go outwards rather than upwards where the theme of the set seems to be like very granular character customization. And if they're not Titan masters, you got stratagems to do kind of the same thing. That's exactly it. So it's throwback from the the sort of um, transformers theme. Uh, But the mechanical impetus behind uh, the design here is exactly as you noted, which is to offer significant uh, team customization and deck customization options. Um, Titan Masters, someone did the math for us in public, but it's, you know, there's, there's like 120 or more different 
possible um, uh, head and body combinations. So there's, there's, uh, you know, once you see all of the heads and all of the bodies, there's, there's so many different ways to slice and dice uh, down to a very fine deck building level. So people who really do have interest in that, it's like, hmm, I really wish I could save a star here so I could add in this other card. Well, you know, now you can. You can choose the, a two-star head instead of a three-star head if you want that. Yeah, um, and I, I get the impression that the heads, like, from the effects we've seen on the, you know, three we've seen so far, it, it seems like it would even be as simple as, I've got a tough three head, I want to save a star, maybe there's, like, a tough two head I could grab instead. For um, the major keywords, there's definitely some of that. Okay. Um, and mo- most of the heads are, you know, since this is the first time we've introduced this mechanic, they are things that you might imagine in varying levels of power. There are a couple of ones that you probably aren't, aren't going to uh, necessarily expect. But, but particularly when it comes to the basic keywords of the Transformers TCG, yes, there, there, is, there is granularity. And it's like, oh, uh, well, I guess tough, you know, three costs this on a head. And, and there, some of the heads uh, we play around with uh, the, the, the bot mode uh, a little bit. So, mm-hmm. for example, there's a, a head that has pierce on, on his bonus, and he has, the head has pierce on the other side. Um, whereas many of the, the bot sides of heads are uh, vanilla creatures. Um, mm. We do definitely start play with that a little bit. So, yes. And then stratagems add in this additional layer of deck building uh, uh, choices. Uh, we just, as the day of the recording this, uh, revealed uh, finally, after I've been teasing it for, like, I don't know how long, <laughs> uh, Jurassic Punch, which is Volcanicus's stratagem. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple others out there, uh, and you'll you'll as as characters come out um, who have stratagems like Titan, the characters in Titan Masters Attack, we'll, we'll reveal them alongside the character, so you can see the deck building options that the stratagem provides. And then for the throwback uh, stratagems uh, that are looking backwards to characters from from older sets, uh, we'll toss them out there, and so you'll you'll get a good a good sense of of the box that stratagems uh, kind of live in right now. And it's a pretty darn large box from um, radical different abilities like Volcanicus's to upgrades to, um, uh, to a character's uh, uh, game mechanic, like orbital strike for cosmos to stratagems that there's, there's a couple of stratagems that just give raw stats to the character. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. It's like, Oh, would you, would you like the beefed up version of this character? Sure, pay for it. Now you yeah. can, now you, now you can choose that option. Um, and uh, I guess this is a quick question because there's also there's been so much coverage so fast. I've actually not I've not been my usual self keeping up with literally everything. But um, I'm not sure if this has been answered elsewhere. Are stratagems generally carrying a star cost with them? Always carrying a star cost. Okay. okay. So that does mean that a couple of the 25-star things in Transformers past will not get a stratagem, at, at least now. Mm-hmm. Um, we did cons- So, for example, Metroplex, who was a character we seriously considered having a stratagem for. Um, but for this first release of stratagems, which is a card type that you will see, it's, it's going to become a, 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 an evergreen part of the Transformers trading card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now, these stratagems all bear a star cost. We had definitely considered during the early design process uh, drawbacks to balance good things on a stratagem that, that where the drawback was not a star cost. But that's a little bit too complex for their first introduction. So this set, if this set doesn't have stratagems for characters that total up to 25 stars, and that includes 
some combiner teams that totaled 25 stars uh, naturally. Yeah. Uh, and it's good to know that that uh, already the approach is they'll be evergreen, because I, I, I think that, that makes the anxiety a bit lowered about, like, oh, well, who's getting a throwback, and does that mean the other ones never will? Uh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't at all mean that this is the only time we've, you know, it, this is not the set list of characters from the past who'll get them. And it's something mm-hmm. we'll keep evaluating in the future. Um, yeah, uh, Cameron Edishami is the first one I saw use the wording, and I thought it was a, a cool way to put it. It was kind of like a, a gamified version of an errata that, that is not quite as, you know, cold, basically. It's not just text on a page. It's here is a way that, you know, instead of just tweaking something, we'll wildly alter it, but add a star cost to it. Yep, that's a really good way to put it. I had seen that note as well. And we had, we're thinking about it in those terms. Uh, we've ta- you, We together have talked before about how much we value that cards as much as possible, say what they do and play the way they say. And stratagems are a way of not having uh, errata text that's not on the card muddle up and confuse players. Yeah. It's, it's right there. You, you can read what it says. Uh, uh, going off another, it is a quick one, but off of a previous conversation, one of our first podcasts, I just really need to get it off my system. Uh, one of us had floated the idea of what if there were headmasters that were little head cards that you put over a headless body artwork. And so seeing this reveal, I, I had one of those moments of I wonder if that was on a whiteboard behind you the entire time we were talking <laughs> sometime <Yes>. last year. <laughs> yes, it, it, it was. We, we knew that Titan Masters uh, would be of relatively early, like year one or year one and a half um, theme. Okay. Um, there was some jingle, juggling around, right? Like, because we want to make sure that we're timing the not throwback sets so that when the, 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 the our big brother Transformers brand is, is talking about characters and stories that we can time that well. Mm. Uh, but so we, we knew it was coming uh, and we knew roughly the shape that it was going to, to come in once we had settled on small character tech. So yes, I, I I recall that that was one of those moments where I was like, I need to keep shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, I think there, there have been other less obvious ones where I kind of had moments thinking like, yeah, yeah, there's there's ways to read short and silent answers <laughs> and, and ways to also uh, have those used against us <laughs> as, as good I, red herrings. Yep, I, I'm not I'm not too too great on the poker face, so. Uh, I probably wouldn't googly eyed when you said, but I, <laughs> I, I also also had I have that moment of like I need to keep like do I say something cute? No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, now uh, is not the time. <laughs> but yes, it was well, it, it was spot on. It's also it's I mean yeah the that that packaging I just always remembered like the way the art style worked it seemed like it would it would jive with this and it clearly does but then also with uh, with new pieces of art like promo arcana uh, it's kind of cool to see you know on arcana the head mode it's a new piece of art it didn't follow the packaging style one hundred percent so on arcana that head is slightly askew it's tilted slightly to one side yes uh, and so arcana is um, arcana is really interesting because we. I think the most common question about Arcana is why is Arcana a Decepticon? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, in Titans Return, the toy line, Arcana uh, was not Brainstorm's head partner. Uh, that character was Tesla. And mm-hmm. there have been a number of storylines, uh, and a lot of them are from the IDW comics. Sorry, a number. There have been several storylines in the IDW comics where... Um, uh, brainstorm 
and head, which may or may not have been named in the story at the particular time, um, were revealed to either be an undercover agent or a double agent or actually a Decepticon in disguise as an Autobot for reasons like... And we were looking for some deep-cut head for uh, the release day kit, uh, the participation prize. And I think Matt Smith came up with that one. It was like, hey, there's this cool thing where the head might have been a Decepticon, even though we know it's an Autobot. So that's that's why we, we did that one. And yes, yeah. it is admittedly a super deep cut. Mm-hmm. It's uh, been a lot of fun seeing people react and then get informed and then at times get more confused as they're being informed. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and honestly, I didn't realize that it would raise... I should have, but I didn't realize how many questions it would raise about Brainstorm. Um, I'm like, where's Brainstorm? It's like, sorry. Oh, right. I mean, I saw some of the responses where people were saying, like, well, what about the body and things? And, and you know, obviously there's there's a way that things are going to be revealed, but it's, uh, you know, you don't have to answer this one. I would say if, if Arcana is a promo card, it's not unreasonable arithmetic that there's probably a Brainstorm. Well, there might be. So we certainly didn't weren't able to cover all characters who were either te- headmasters or titan masters, mm-hmm. and in this set, and you know, just like combiners, it's something that you'll likely see. Uh, you know, again, it's this is this is a fun thing that we yeah. can do um, about Arcana's head being tilted to the side, and I am literally looking through all of them right now, so I don't say something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, hold on, scrolling, scrolling. Anyone so, that's a potential change has got a head tilt so that you know that... Hold on, let me get out the red the red yarn. No, no, no. I, I believe there's, there's a very small number of heads that um, we pulled from the Titan Masters Return, like a very small number, that we pulled from Titan's Return toy line. The, the sort of like the smallest package you could buy was just a head by its a Titan Master head by itself, and it right. came with some like some like kibble. But we have a few of those in here. Arcana's one of them, uh, or at least in that style. And I believe all of those the heads are tilted so that there's this sort of oh my god, it's a little like slight nod to them <laughs> not being attached, partnered with a body character in the set. That that actually makes sense to me as if if those standalone Titan Masters have any representation, uh back when that line came out, uh they didn't have individual box art, uh at least on, on the final packaging. They all had the Fortress Maximus head yeah. on their packages. Yeah. So they they would be candidates for new artwork should any be represented. However, as, however, Cerebros's head is also tilted to the side a little bit, although that works with the art for Fortress Maximus. So I'm just it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it'll mostly just be. Uh, actually, I'm really, I'm really uh, pleased with Flip Flip Bang Bang, uh, UK based uh, site and uh, an account. They've they've been doing a lot of work, um, just making a chart of who worked on what artwork wise. Uh, so I, I no longer have any real like burning worries of like oh but who did this who did this like we I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh you know post launch probably uh the the fi- the finished thing of like who worked on what I've I've been really enjoying how much fresh artwork there is in these sets even when you know in the throwback set there is some more cross pollination there there's still like all the promo cards having fresh artwork uh, I, I notified the tidal wave fandom um who are a classy bunch uh, that there's fresh tidal wave content appearing. Some uh, of them appeared in one of the thread, the, the, the threads on the Transformers TCG page, uh, 
I'm pretty sure it was someone who I didn't recognize. I mean, I don't know all the players, but I know a lot of people who post regularly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that, that title wave art is, is great. That was done by keyword studios in, uh, Trial. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool. We got to work with Ken Christensen a lot on this set. Um, mm-hmm. who had done some of the Titans return box art. Oh yes. Yeah, so you get that, that kind of stylish, um, I guess, I guess like there's, there's some, uh, linking stylishness to it. Very much uh, so. And, uh, I, yeah, like, like tidal wave also is, it kind of took me by surprise because the, obviously there was at least a day where we saw the, uh, nameless version of the WPN promos and it said, uh, three cards that are a combiner. And so I was thinking, well, you know, gold foil promo Omega Supreme, or Hey, maybe I landed in fairyland and they made me a variant Omega Supreme Omega Supreme. But, uh, this is a better ending to that story. Cause I also love tidal wave. I uh, love tidal wave too. It's one of my favorite, uh, toys. Yeah. Uh, I, I am something that we have never really talked about is I'm a really, really, really big, uh, naval history fan mm. and, um, play naval games and I visit, uh, museum ships and I love fantasy and sci-fi boats of which there aren't a ton. Um, mm-hmm. and so I've always, I've always loved tidal wave and, uh, Ken and Matt came up with the design for Tidal Wave, and it is now my favorite deck to play. Okay, it's uh, it's been exciting. Basically, the entire uh, group I play with regularly right now. Uh, we all we all came in last night. It's just timed perfectly, and and uh, just due to, to various things, I'd spent the night before not having actually read properly his text. So I got in that day saying, "Hey, I just saw the part where the deployed." quote-unquote minicon gets to attack as well uh and that that just we we had a lot of ideas <laughs> oh yeah um and just just so it's clear the tidal wave combiner trigger is your second character getting ko'd which can include the, the guys you've deployed yeah so it's very possible and in fact um depending on how you're choosing to build your tidal wave deck very very possible for tidal wave to uh combine with almost full health. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, between that and um, we we already were trying to figure out, we were having what we call some galaxy brain ideas about a combination of peace through tyranny and tidal waves combination trigger effect of tapping an enemy. Uh, uh, there's, there's a lot of really interesting things. Like, there's not many ways to tap down an opposing character, and tidal wave does it and can smash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I, I also um, am relaying this from a friend of mine, but I, I agree with him as well. Uh, like with Trypticon, it's nice to see a big promo character be 24 stars to leave that one extra star uh, yep. to kind of play with. Yep, and title, just to be, Tidal Wave doesn't have a stratagem. Uh, that extra star is something that you can you can use for a star battle card. Mm-hmm. No, we, we uh, a, a couple of us are really big fans of having, uh, you know, kind of a preset character roster, be it, you know, a combiner team where you have that extra star or two uh, yep. to kind of play around. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's made Omega Supreme interesting for us, too. And we like that design very much. It wasn't something that you saw a lot in earlier combiners because they were like five and six character teams and there's just no way to save a star. Yeah. Um, without making the each of the, the team members on unacceptably weak we needed that star uh mm-hmm. but when we when we talk about three-part combiners um 
I was going to say in four part, there really aren't that many four part combiners at all in Transformers. Um, yeah, not really. Uh, no. Especially if you restrict it to, which we do, to um, generations and generations adjacent stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's some two part combiners that are possible. And they're also, you get the, you know, we, we like it when there's a little flexibility, flex space left over for either stars, cards, or a you know, a, a four-star or five-star character to partner up. It, it makes for more varied design. You still get the, the oomph from the combiner, but you get variants in the games. God, I love variants in games. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, even being able to to, to preset uh, different, you know, I always call them the mini-cons because that's kind of what they're they're unofficially occupying on Tidal Wave. Like, it's restricted to what types they are, but being able to, to flip through those, you know, leaving room for a four-star helicopter who currently doesn't exist. Uh, yeah. It's it's nice to see that, like, there's, he's going to be something you can play around with for uh, waves to come. There was definitely uh, debate amongst the team uh, as to whether he, uh, the carrier should also be able to deploy four-star starships and mm. Uh, mm. Uh, spaceships, and I, just going through the lists, like that number is really tiny. There really aren't that many, and if you exclude minicons, which by as of now we are, that number is really tiny. And so we ended up not including uh, four-star spaceships. Um, but we certainly did talk about it. Yeah. And, and four star also is, is a, like I had this conversation immediately cause I told a friend of mine, I understand it would probably break it and I haven't even thought about it, but boy, it would be fun if I could just deploy one of the five star Lords off of those guys. And then he said, yeah, but think about every other, think about if you could just deploy fire flight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, that would bust it completely. But <laughs> that, is, that is literally why it's four star. We tested it at five. It is not viable unless you have to pay stars to put it there. And that yeah. it, it felt like like this was a specific gimmick that we wanted to work for no additional star cost. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah, love yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to messing with him a lot. Uh and you know, a friend of mine um is uh, Eric is very excited about this as uh this kind of small level customizability on a kind of preset team. Um deck is something that he's wanted and it was his probably his biggest criticism of uh the optimus maximus team is he wanted to be able to do some more cool stuff with them but it was kind of like you're either running them or you're just running members of the team yep and like that's and, it so yeah. this is way up his alley and by putting it as a promo card we can this basically will get pretty wide distribution most players who go and play you know each each successive night that this is offered as a as the the participation prize we'll be able to collect and play tidal wave so we'll be able to get a lot of data from players on this but it is it is something we are very keen on seeing how it works in the wild yeah yeah and uh i'm i'm also i put the word out but i'll say it here too if you're just a tidal wave fan you don't play the game uh and you just want new tidal wave stuff uh go find a game store and make sure they're getting this because promo cards are not uh, a battle to get a hold of uh, you seem to have a gaming store. They've got to be WPN and you just got to tell them, Hey, I want to, I want to play some transformers. Uh, you do probably have to go in and play and you know, go in and play. It is fun. Uh, obviously I'm a little biased, but, uh, it's exciting to see, uh, tidal wave, uh, just getting any love. Uh, he, he popped up in the IDW comics briefly kind of near the end of the last continuity. And that was exciting as well. 
Um, he, was a boss. he was a boss in the PlayStation 2 game. That is, I think, probably uh, not yeah. to diminish his other appearances. That is, to me, kind of the the tidal wave moment um, where you play on a level and then it stands up and it's him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it, it was exciting to see him. It, uh, if I recall correctly, you are actually sailing on tidal wave, not knowing that it's tidal wave, right? Yeah, you're, you're yeah. heading to, quote unquote, Megatron's battleship. Uh, to try to to stop a plan that he's up to, and then uh, you're trying to get to the bridge, and then when you get to the bridge, a cutscene starts, and you get ejected out of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and then if, a, on a less serious note, we considered having uh, as part of the combining text and yell "tidal wave" at the top of your lungs. Oh, I'd be. Uh, I think yeah. that's a house rule. I think that's house rule. Yeah, that that would be very theme appro- flavor appropriate for tidal wave. Yeah. Now, the, the only other thing I thought about with Tidal Wave, which uh, gets w- well into the world of, of unreasonable, because I don't know how the phys- like the physical physics would work, is I was like, oh, it'd be cool if there was a way to combine them into the combined ship and then flip that into Tidal Wave, but that also is in reverse of how f- unfolding cards would work. So, right. <laughs> this, yeah. This, this is a challenge that we have for uh, Transformers who have basically an in-between third mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a challenge that we're like we face it with Skylinks and um, we faced it with Tidal Wave and there are several others that have this like they're not a triple changer not not in that way but they have another mode and yeah. in many cases we're going to have to pretend that other mode is not part of this version of the character pretend it's it's going to be not part of this incarnation of the character. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will in a future incarnation. Like, I could also titan-sized tidal wave, no plans, just speculation. Yeah. A titan-sized tidal wave whose one side is the combined boat and the other side is tidal wave. Like, that that could also work and was something we had talked about. But yeah. um, I think, I think the, the, uh, the combining aspect of, of this particular uh, character is more important little pieces into big bot than little than, than little pieces into bigger boat. I think it also makes for more interesting gameplay. Uh not nothing against playing a Titan character, but like the the, the this approach, the three into one with deploying two characters, there's just so much more going on, uh and so much more stuff interacting with each other. Uh it, it, it excites me a bit more. And I, I mean if you want to get into it, eventually someone might just tell you, well you, know, you can also do weaponizer tidal wave off of his, his Armada appearance when he would turn into a whatever it was, a backpack for Megatron. <laughs> Tidal Wave has had some of the largest size variants any character forward. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that, that that's more or less most of the stuff that's been revealed so far, along with the you know, two of the Wreckers. That's a faction we've got back uh, in the game. Well, back here, it's... I hear you're happy about that. Yeah. I'm pretty happy. Uh, the guys over at Wreck and Rule, uh, I think, might have flipped a house over. I believe um, they. I believe they did. I, I had a very brief inter- interaction with that team, and um, there was some happy, happy joy, joy going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I think I told them that they're. Uh, I, I checked with the police, and they're legally allowed to be the loudest and most uproarious about this, and the most, you know, yelling about it every time they say anything. Uh, this entire spoiler season, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been cleared. It's legal. All right. Well, then uh, let's give a, a little minor spoiler to taunt, to taunt them. All right, um, let's do it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Sergeant Cup 
is not the only Wrecker character to have the tag leader in Titan Masters Attack. There is a, there's a very small margin of where that could go, and I'm sure that those guys know where that could go. Rack and Ruin? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Definitely not those two. Those no. two are... Uh, you know, talk about characters that, that are challenged to, to do correctly. <laughs> yeah. Like... We, we, Matt and I, side by side combiner, but it starts together and then just but, never comes apart because and then they don't transform and then they don't convert into anything. Yeah, like because Rack and Rune lost their conversion ability at some point in the in the comics. Yeah, they uh, they actually had a, a very strange resurgence in the Cyberverse cartoon where I've never seen it said they can't transform. They just never have. They, they just don't. Yeah. They stack. Yeah, they stack boxes and the boxes always get knocked over. Um, that was the joke for the entire second season. Just waiting for him to say something about cabbages, but nope, just boxes. Yeah, uh, that's that's good to know because also wreckers tend to be Autobots, and Autobots with leader get to run the Matrix, and I've I've been having fun with the Matrix of late. Uh, that you that is true. Uh, I didn't know that you were having fun with the Matrix, but they do get that ability. But the Decepticons get a card in this set that. Uh, specifically cares about Autobot leaders being in play. Ooh. Ooh. That's uh that's a different angle than I was expecting the rest of that sentence to go. <laughs> yep. Um actually we, we were just telling again this is going off the Arcana discussion, but um the fellow who we were teaching about the comic books was also I think this is the same discussion was asking about if there was ever a Decepticon matrix and we told him like there's actually been uh two fake ones, one real one and Unicron's Matrix of Chaos. So if that ever became a thing, there's plenty to pull from. Uh there absolutely is. Uh I don't uh, man, fake matrix is so weird like the the fake mm. Because in a card game, what would that really mean? <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, uh, this utility slot is now occupied by something that explicitly doesn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, except confuse Autobots. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll pull in a confusion mechanic with a 2d6 roll on leadership because we're adding yeah. that stat. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we figured out it how to do it. itself in the struggle. I don't. Yeah. We figured out how to do the crystal of power in the set, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was that 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 was that. Um, I always forget that that early early art spoiler had happened. Um, yes, that early early art spoiler did happen, and that is the crystal of power. Yeah, with uh, with a Megatron whose toy identity we were chillingly able to trace. When we- <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my case, it was actually based on the squiggles on his chest, but he also had some stuff around his head. And if you know it, you know it. Yeah, there's very few character, uh, versions of Megatron that have the squiggles like that. Although, that particular piece of the art, probably because of the reference photo that we provided to our team, didn't have the sort of backpack bits that the actual Titans Return Megatron does. So there was a, I know there was a little bit of discussion about, it. are they just mishmashing stuff together? Um, no, it's, it's probably, like, we could have provided slightly better reference. Yeah, I mean, also... Uh. Whether or not the backpack is right, a Megatron with those kind of chunkity things around his head, there's there's only one, really. Uh, yeah. I, I say tugging at my collar and, and adjusting my glasses. Um, off of what we got so far, I actually had a couple really weirdly t- um, middling rules questions based on a lot of this. All right, uh, let's see if I can answer them. They're, they're mostly based on, um, on what would be for a tournament uh, deck construction rules. 
Uh, and, and this might be something I just missed, uh, in, in all the coverage. The, the first one being with Titan Masters, when you're doing a deck list, obviously you would write the Titan Masters down. Is it also locked in who they start with, or is that something you're deciding when you sit down to play each game? So we will publish a rules update as usual prior to, and I am not in this particular instance, the best person to answer all of these questions. It may, it may be good for us to get uh, Matt or Ken on board uh, for one of these to have those discussions. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't want to misspeak, but mm. uh, there is an answer, um, and I should have been prepped for it. <laughs> no, no worries, no worries. It, it, it really, it, these came up yesterday while I was playing and kind of talking, uh, having having conversations and then having one-sided conversations with myself at the same time. I was thinking about that, and with Tidal Wave... Uh, because it is this starts the game with insert under it and it doesn't name the characters, is that also something where we're deciding per game or is that going to be part of a deck list would be my other question. Um, I believe with Tidal Wave, you can have different uh, small characters as per the normal sideboard rules and then in between games switch the characters that start underneath Tidal Wave. Okay. Uh, yeah, th- those are, I think, the main two questions uh, that, that probably, w- once a major event after the set launches uh, happens, those are probably going to be the big ones. Because I mean, stratagems are straightforward. They're part of a deck. They're yeah. not towards the deck count, but they're part of the star cost. So they'd prob- I'd assume they're locked in. Um, uh, yes, but I believe, I believe, please don't quote me, I believe, as I say, <laughs> I'm, as I'm being recorded on air, um, I believe you can, uh, since they're they're part of the star cost and start in the battlefield, you can swap them in and out with appropriate characters. Okay. Okay. But like, I believe like if you have a character in your side, in your sideboard uh, who could have a stratagem, you could have the stratagem in your sideboard as well, provided that every match is total star count. Okay. Sideboarding rules. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure, like you said, like this is, this is going to be something that, that gets covered in a, uh, like a, a full on document, uh, closer to release, but yep. yeah, the, those were, those were really my big questions going into this recording. Uh, ah. cause, uh, cause I, I also like, like I, I just looked at all the heads and, and, and thought, you know, their character names, but it, it's tidal wave where I was sitting there going like, is this going to be like, like olden pre wishboard days where I just have a box with all the micromasters and <laughs> just bring that with me everywhere. Uh, um, I think uh, one, a couple of things that just to, that I have seen asked a, quite a lot is body mode is not equal to bot mode. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Those are, those are separate and there are cards in the set that refer to body mode, bot mode, or both. Um, and heads and bodies must be paired. So you can't start the game with a head and bot mode and you can't start the game with a headless body. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, the, the, the moment I was sitting there thinking about, uh, about something that this answered, that stratagem went up of, uh, of swap heads, uh, which I, I'm, I'm looking forward once we know the whole roster and, and some of the, the really smart players get their, their fingers into it. Swap heads feels like it would enable some pretty kooky stuff. And I, I think I, I said this before somewhere publicly before, but early, early Titan Master design, uh, we had tried out a, more lower cost Titan Master body head combinations in play at once, and there was more swapping of heads back and forth. So, you know, stuff like, oh, uh, my character's getting attacked now. I can 
use this triggered ability to swap the defense head onto that character. And the problem that we found is that it pushed the power level of any given head-body combo down so low that it just wasn't interesting. Like, uh, why would I play this guy in the first place? He sucks. It's like, well, because you could get six of you, three of them, and swap the heads around. It's like, uh, I'd rather just play somebody else. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we preserved some of that original design intent in the stratagem swap heads as an optional thing if you wanted it. But ma- many decks are going to have one stra- Titan Master. Some decks will have two. It's unlikely that you will play three full Titan Master head body combos, even though I think Star Costs make that. Okay, I was I was curious about that as as one of those uh, screwdriver in the door things because it it seemed like just going off the two reveals we had so far with a full suite of abilities on both sides of of both cards, these guys were coming out to at least around ten stars, if not you know eleven or twelve, uh, or or more. Actually, I forgot that Twin Twist was a nine star body. <laughs> yeah, we we kind of and we kind of look at this as together uh, a body and a head should be a. A regularly priced, good, well, powerful character, and you and you get to, you know, whatever combination that is, the the final star cost should make sense. And you're like, oh, all right. I, if this was not if this was not printed as a Titan Master, it's like, oh, that that seems reasonable to me. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. we, we kind of want that to be true in every single case, in every combination. And obviously, some heads pair better with uh, some bodies just mechanically. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that actually reminds me, the, I think this was laid out in one of the solicit texts, but uh, with the way the booster packs are laid out, where you're getting either a character in a stratagem or a body in a head, um, yes. are the body and heads always going to be the ones that are tied together, or is that going to be... They are rarely the ones that are tied together. It's random. Okay. Okay, okay. I, was, I wasn't... Because I, I was... My first thought was, how would on Earth would collation work between large and small cards if they were also... <laughs> matching up sets of them uh it's technically feasible just requires resources to do um but uh it's more important to us to present the idea of customization via presenting non-canonical canonical pairs Mm -hmm. as your experience first experience is opening it because not everybody opens up internet and checks the groups and finds the rules Right. A, lot, a lot of people just play at the kitchen table, and so we need to take them into account. And if we just paired, say, Flint, Lock, and Cup every single time, you might think that that, that was the way to play. Yeah. And it's not. Mm. It's, it's, it's actually quite the opposite. So That, that actually makes me really curious about uh, limited formats now, uh, once the packs are out. Uh, I'm curious how that's going to run, because that, that means that you're not getting just like oh i got this character in this pack like it's it's that that granular customization happening yep uh and for like six pack sealed you're probably going to get three bodies and heads so there's definitely some you know double layer of customization Mm. uh what else oh hey did you guys take a look at at uh jurassic punch uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was uh, doing some brainstorming on Jurassic Punch uh, actually right before we were recording. Because um, I, I was sitting there trying try to kind of trying to figure out ideas. I've always been poking at Volcanicus since Wave Two as kind of like a, a side thing, uh, and then poking at Grimlock from Volcanicus as another side thing. And uh, I, I was noticing, like, I, I was I was thinking about it. He's Volcanicus, if I remember right, is thirty nine stars. When mm-hmm. he's combined, so that means he's probably going to have bold thirty in a lot of cases. Like if you're uh-huh. just going to come up with a number, yeah. Um, 
And and one of, one of the Volcanicus strategies, of course, is the inverted strategy. But I got to thinking, if you have a deck where you have, say, six to eight orange pip cards, uh, that orange pip direct damage ability is only on that first attack he does, and he'll probably flip almost your entire deck over. Yep. So it doesn't really matter if he's getting plus attack off of that as well, so much as he's dealing six to eight direct damage and then doing his base seven. So I was thinking just for the inverted strategy, it means that it's not as critical to get that perfect timing of, and I got inverted on Volcanicus, uh, the same turn that you get him put together, because then you'll flip inverted when you turn your deck over and pick it up then, and then his next attack with bold, you know, enormous, uh, could be inverted empowered to then be primarily orange instead of primarily blue. Uh, I I had some ideas going through my head about that. In general, what we wanted to do with this card was not make Volcanicus deal more damage, because when you flip Vol- when you combine Volcanicus, he, he does a fair amount of damage. We wanted to condense down how Volcanicus or how many card slots in your deck have to be vol- devoted to Volcanicus does damage right. to one, so that you like when you are flipping twenty plus cards. You know, if you flip seven or eight orange, that's that's great. You're probably going to kill your opponent, the the, yeah. the character you're, you're fighting. Which means you can devote a lot more of your deck to things to keep Grimlock alive and help Volcanicus get into play. Yeah, uh, and, and that's the real purpose of this card. Not so you can you can deal a hundred damage with Volcanicus. I, I was I was noticing it. It was it was uh, in my I'm uh, doing some solitaire playing and messing around with stuff. It, it also kind of got me out of the idea of um, you know even though it was it's the thing. I feel like it's almost a deck building trap now to convince yourself like I've got to do the wave one sludge. I still function full heal. Uh, yeah, because that also yeah. opens up three more slots in the deck if you just decide to leave that alone. Yes, and yeah. you may not want to put weapons in this deck at all if you're using. Jurassic Punch, like you just don't need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, it was. Uh, what was the other thing? It was the three white pip uh, upgrades from Siege Two, um, because I, I generally run it with Grimlock, Swoop, and uh, and Slug, and I, I feel like Slug is kind of secretly the Keystone character because of his <clears throat> flip three on a white pip instead of flipping two, mm-hmm. uh, with the natural three defense. And then I, I was thinking, if you put uh, the those white pip uh, reactive upgrades in. I tried adaptive plating, and I had uh, I think nine or ten white pip cards, and I noticed yeah, it's it's not hard for him to then have five to seven defense up, uh, which, which again this, is, is helpful. Yeah, this is why we made stratagems. This <laughs> very discussion is so that a character who was underpowered and but loved, like people really wanted Volcanicus, we wanted Volcanicus to work, and we really didn't do a great job with it in the end. Um, it's so that, that this can spark completely different deck building thoughts than the original character. And some stratagems do that to a very obvious degree, and some stratagems do it to a very subtle degree, but that, that is the purpose of stratagems. Yeah, then, it, it yeah. surprised me, because I, I, I had the initial reaction, again, thinking of Volcanicus must then full heal and must get inverted on, where I felt like, I still don't know how I get to Volcanicus all the time, and then I thought, if we don't spend the extra turn pulling in Wave 1 Sludge, and if we don't have three slots that are pipless with I Still Function, uh, and you just decide, I'm going to focus on Grimlock attacks twice, 
and then Grimlock is technically expendable after that. It it yeah. makes it feel like it's on less of a a thin wire. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I also had a, I had a I had a combo idea off this, and this might be very silly. Uh, and and I think I got the ruling right. If Grimlock had anticipation engine and then attacked, his two triggers at the same time would be pulling a Dinobot to KO and then reveal the top card, and if it's an action, play it. And if you say planned to get that top card to be swap missions, and then that untaps Grimlock and taps Swoop, who's next to him, and Grimlock still attacks, then that's, I feel like, the safest cheat and attack with Grimlock plan that you could have. But it involves a whole ton of cards. It does involve a whole... So it's it's like one of those combos that's like, ah, oh, this, is, this is doable. Yeah. Doesn't happen frequently. I'm... I was playing, I was just playing like Protect Grimlock. So I uh, loaded up a whole bunch of, of armor and similar things and, and keep him going and uh, just sort of slog it out that way because you can make Grimlock tougher to, ki- to kill if you don't need to spend slots doing other things. Yeah. And, and if, he only, if he only needs to attack twice, I do feel like th- that if with between that and Jurassic Punch meeting Volcanicus's attacks are deadly, it, it feels like it does lift that deck up a lot more. Um, it, like it, it doesn't pull it into into that other top tier, but I feel like it hangs with some of my favorite mid tier stuff where the combination does make your opponent be on a timer as opposed to before where the combination then meant you're on a fresh timer of trying to equip Volcanicus with stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's and and if it if it hits that sort of I am happy to play this in in uh in, you know weekly events and and fun 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 games with my friends whereas before it was like uh Volcanicus is just useless. I think this has done its job. Yeah, I, I'm 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 gonna give this a few tries next week. Uh, just assuming the stratagem is there, but otherwise just building a Volcanicus deck. Because uh, it it is the most excited I've been to play around with him again <laughs> since Wave Two. I am super excited to bring Cosmos back out. Oh yes, yeah. He, Cosmos got a laser. <laughs> yeah. It, Cos- it got Cosmos- a good chance for that warm-ups because you always have the super cannons have that like well now he gets another like three seconds of no but really and yep. then I missed the trigger by one card and cry well, that's on you that's on yeah. you <laughs> um, so uh, now that Jurassic Park is revealed we have to figure out what is the Drew's next most favorite card name in this set without giving away way too much. Hmm. So it ironically, it is also somewhat Dinobot room, although it doesn't have anything specifically to do with Volcanicus. Uh, I would say my next favorite card name is uh, me Grimlock, you Grimlock. Hmm. That's given me a whole lot of thoughts about the other half of the Volcanicus puzzle. But, uh, that I would just say that sentence over again. That's giving me a whole lot of thoughts about. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that perhaps next on the menu of of the various menus of things that are being revealed as time goes on? Uh. It'll get revealed at some point, um, probably sooner than later. Uh, but now that he's out of himself, 
<laughs> here's here's the big important question. Uh, is there a comma in that card title or a semicolon? Ha! Ah, that is an excellent <laughs> question, and I am not going to tell you the answer to that. No! Oh, crap. <laughs> Facebook group is going to light up. Uh, this is the new Rumble is Red, Frenzy is Blue. Um yeah, this uh, this is this is exciting to look forward to. I'm I am assuming that there's going to be some. Obviously, there's Sorry, different tiers was, of. Oh, that was the best possible question you could ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I'm assuming that you know there's always different weights of reveals and uh, you know like IGN doing the big opening one and etc. Uh, would it would it be unreasonable to say that with Toy Fair coming up, that's probably going to time with some kind of weighted reveals? Um. No, not really. So the it, it's co- it, it's coincidental that we're starting the the bi- the main reveal season on on the week of February eighteenth. Uh, but okay, hmm. it's not specifically Toy Fair related. There'll there'll be Titan Masters uh, attack. Excuse me, pickups on the on the shelf with the Transformers product as it's been for every year mm-hmm. uh, in the the Hasbro showroom. But that's it, we're not doing a big Toy Fair thing for for this year. Okay. okay. Are, so, are any of you guys able to make it over, or is this just going to be product in in person? I will be there for business meetings, but not not so much to like be on the the show floor. Okay. Well, I hope you have a good time because uh, that, as always, that event has snuck up on me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Like a week and a half. <laughs> I'm from New York, so I'm always happy to go home. Yeah. Hopefully our uh, our sort of randomized sudden spurts of freezing rain will have abated by then. Uh, uh, <laughs> like like Aaron was talking about, it's 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 weird. Like it hasn't actually been a frigid winter. It's just been every now and then a weekend happens where it turns out we're all staying inside. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you can play Transformers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, get my deck building done. Um, well, Aaron, anything else about about Titan Masters Attack you want to try to wiggle a screwdriver on? Maybe ask some questions about. Uh, no, the the one thing I did want to uh, give some kudos on um, that you showed off what the back of the Stratagem cards look like and their full art. Thank and you. It is, that was uh, Shanna Duncan, the art director. She was looking for a way to show off our, our in many cases really good Transformers art, whether it was from yeah. us or Hasbro or partners and uh, i love that that idea give her a crisp high five from a person she has no idea who it is will do in fact two of them <laughs> will do uh the, the only other thing i can think of is drew i don't know how if you've already gone through it and it's in in boxes now but uh after release it would be fun to find out what that booster box you took a photo of actually had in it that's actually recorded somewhere so whoever oh, okay. whoever <laughs> not not recorded on tape video but someone guessed i i bet that's the first box that they got from the factory uh and that was correct and okay. that first mm. box that comes in from the factory we do checks on it's like quality check qa right. department uh our qa department just sort of tears that thing apart looking for to make sure that everything's up to spec and that the quality is correct and 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 that as a courtesy we we get to open up some of those packs even though they're for, for the qa department's use mm-hmm so yeah, I could probably figure out what was in that box. Yeah, I mean, I, there are people who uh, have been quite hungry for for booster box data, especially on the launch day, just to figure out like what collation looks like on a large scale. Uh, 
And I don't know, someone on the Facebook group, I think, would love to know it was in there just to add to their whatever spreadsheet they have. Uh, I also wanted to give give big kudos on the extremely specific placement and angles of everything in that photo, right down to the Fort Max thing showing that the card's name is Fortress Maximus and it is a Titan. And Uh that's it. Uh (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That was uh, that that much respect for me as someone who has done that with a a podcast spoiler cast artwork once. Uh, Yeah, I I wanted to make sure that we didn't accidentally talk about things before it was time. Um, But uh, Fortress Maximus Great War Veteran is uh, is a fun card, and in a few weeks we'll be talking about him. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Is that seems like that's that's a card that's really going to open the conversation about the whole. Um, you can't really kill a Titan mastered body in one shot because then the head pops off, uh, discussion and then, and then pops off again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a neat way how, uh, uh, headmasters all the way down. Well, what I would right. say is it's neat how Metroplex is a one wide that deploys three guys. Trypticon is a one wide that, uh, deploys three guys, eats them and deploys them again. And uh, and then we've had things where it's like Omega Supreme's a three wide into a one wide, and now we've got Fortress Maximus, who's kind of doing that thing, but with his heads. Uh, I never actually thought about it that way, but it, that yes, that's actually true. That's absolutely true. It's just it's just infinite ways to deploy, to deploy three characters. Yeah, and uh, three's that magic number. That's why yeah. there are no four part combiners. Only three or five and up. Um. The uh, the last thing I just wanted to touch on because we we're, we've hit time here um, is uh, I, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, to Brian on the Facebook group for the Wave Two Windblade deck building challenge because that has been a joyous if often frustrating part of my last month. And uh, yesterday, uh, myself and my friend Ryan we we shot our little deck tech about our two Windblade decks, and I finally hit a Windblade deck I liked. And uh, it was interestingly timed with the stratagems because it was really fun discovering how much I enjoyed playing a character that is, is you know, not not on the same level as Volcanicus, but a character who's not really used all that much, uh, who has unique abilities. And um, Windblade's flip ability, as of Wave 4, with all the different cards now that have two different pip colors, there's some stuff to do. I think there's a bit of a narrow lane, but I'm, I'm also not the smartest deck builder, but... Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I so am very if, much looking forward to see uh, submissions from the community for that. So I thought it was really cool that the Facebook group was running that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I'd, I'd like to see one for Wave 2 Springer as well, right off the top of my head. But <laughs> that um, would be fun. Another underloved character. Yeah, we we were joking just with with the Windblade one specifically. We were joking it'd be really funny if we finished this whole thing and then they revealed a stratagem for Wave Two Windblade and we went back and did all the work over again. Um, but that is totally me wiggling a screwdriver. Just ignore that noise, uh, Drew. Yeah, you've got uh, some stuff you've got to go off and do over on the West Coast. Making card, man. I got to make more cards. Got to make some more card. Got to cut some more of those cards out for us. Yes, that's. <laughs> Just get back back into that card mine. Mine some more cards out. It's amazing what you, what you guys are able to do with scissors. Like, I can barely tell. They all look like they're the same shape. Oof. Uh, We're getting into territory I cannot discuss. <laughs> Blink twice uh, if you need us to get you out of there. No, no. It's, uh, it's all good. It's just uh, how... how 
I, and I opened the door to how we actually like the, like the physical processes that we use to make cards are, you know, secret. Yeah. They, well, you know what? I'm I'm going to take an educated guess. Doesn't need an answer. Probably doesn't involve someone cutting them out with scissors. Uh, I, just in case I, someone I, got the wrong impression. <laughs> I, I I think it's safe to say that that they're that I am not going with the scissors to snip. Come on, out. Chris. They got the big library paper cutter thing. You know this. It's yeah. Exactly. It's obvious. Um, All right, guys. It has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And oh, likewise, likewise. It's fun to catch up. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to a new set dropping. Uh, also, I know you've heard this before. I really appreciate that we seem to be in this rhythm of maybe three or so sets a year rather than like five or six. Uh, it's nice to relax and have like a month to mess with a card like Windblade without having to worry about a next set already about to drop. Duly noted, and I appreciate that feedback. And as always from the listeners, uh, the passing along the feedback through... Um, uh, Chris and Aaron makes its way to us and it helps us make a better game. So again, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank and, you. Uh, we will of course talk to all of you um, probably later this month, probably uh, about something or other. But if you enjoyed this recording, uh, check out some of the other ones. Uh, we also talk about just transformers in an audio format over on WTF.TFW2005.com. Uh, but all the TCG podcasts are cross posted to YouTube often with little visuals. They're fun. They take time. And if you like that stuff, there's all kinds of ways to further support that. So, uh, Drew, thank you for joining me. Aaron, thank you as always for joining me again. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Have a good one. Stay safe. Bye, buddy. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.